and welcome to the Carry On Cruising episode of Carry On Up The Misses. I'm Christopher, and this is The Misses. Hello, I'm Fiona. Thank you for downloading our podcast. I hope you liked it. So we have just watched the sixth Carry On film, Carry On Cruising, and what is Fiona's snap verdict? Oh, I loved it. You loved it. We have colour. Colour. It took you a little <laughs> while to catch on. Oh, 20 seconds. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't... Anyway. What, what did, what did colour bring to the carry-on film? Oh, uh, Brad brought a whole world of 60s. Uh-huh. And I love the retro looks. Especially oh, on the retro. ship. Yeah. Yes. It was. Um... But no, I also liked it for its story. Um, I have some... Positive, some negative comments, but generally I was engaged uh-huh. in the story and the little sub-stories and everything, so okay, I did so enjoy it. You like the, the main story of Captain Crowther having to do well to get his uh, Atlantic liner and the new faces having to impress him for that? I did, yeah, the new pre- faces. I didn't really care about Captain Crowther getting his liner or not, but... Uh, the new face is doing well because, you know, bless them, as, uh, as hard as they tried, they kept on mucking up. Mm-hmm. With hilarious consequences. With hilarious consequences. And the sort of subplots where um, Dr. Bin and his search for love and I did and enjoy her search it. for love. And, you know, I thought when the, when the storyline started that she had come on the cruise to find a husband, I thought, here we go, fluttering eyelids and, and all the mm-hmm. things that I think less of but she did it quite well mm-hmm. uh whoever she was oh well we'll, 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 we'll come on to that okay then. good performances etc but no i was just gonna say it, it there's a lot of elements that i didn't like about it but i was i did want them to get together at mm-hmm. the end of the story so it was obviously engaging enough for that okay so what what did you dislike about it then about that storyline, or well, about the story. Sorry, was there another storyline? I don't think there was any other storyline. No, story no, um, no, no. But there was a lot in the section of it was a different time. <laughs> it was indeed a different time. So, um, just the random unnecessary underwear and bikini scenes. <laughs> Or, or, or strange outfits that they were wearing just to show off midriff. I think that Liz Fraser might have been wearing the same underwear that she was wearing in Carry On, regardless. At one point, is that that's the woman that was fell for the doctor? No, the, the other, other the, the, the other one, yeah. Lad. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. No, I I just thought generally, like when they were getting ready for the captain's table or whatever it was, mm-hmm. um, they could have easily been in robes. And it wouldn't have detracted at all from the story. But there needs to be something for the dads. There was plenty for the dads there. <laughs> that scene did not need more underwear being worn. Um, there was the, the casual race uh, reference to the doctor considering abusing an unconscious patient. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. And he said, what I'm thinking of I could be struck off for. Yeah. But, you see, now this is where I wonder, is that not just honesty rather than... Do you do you think that no doctor ever it ever goes through any doctor's mind? It shouldn't. It shouldn't, but it does. And I mean that, but that's what you know. That's what if it didn't go through a doctor's mind, then you know not. It certainly doing it didn't isn't... need to be in part of the film. Okay. 
But then we knew that he that he was that he had feelings for her anyway. It still doesn't and mean I, that she, he should have desires to do something when he she when was neither like conscious or no, you're, you're absolutely right from that point of view. So the other elements was was she she wanted a dominant man. <laughs> it was a different time, or yeah. was it? And then it, the whole story was a. You're not a dominant <laughs> man, darling. <laughs> Um, the whole story was that she wanted him, but oh, heaven forfend, she would actually go and ask him out. They all had to concoct some plan to make him go for her. Ah, but I wasn't quite clear at the point at which she did start wanting him. Because she wanted the gym instructor. Aye, but then... Then she wanted the captain. Yeah, but then she said about, oh, uh, she slipped in doctor when she didn't mean it, and, and Glad went, oh, oh, why? Why? oh, you've got doctor on the mind. And 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 realised at that point that she wanted the doctor. Ah, I see. I must but yes, I I, I didn't lately. think it was necessary that they concocted that plan, so the man had to ask the woman out. Uh, but you know, it was a different time. And then there is our old favourite. Sorry, did you want to? No, no, okay. Um, element of belly dancing. <laughs> yes. This has come up, guys, for, for us quite a lot recently, as in a depiction of. Um, general foreign status. Any any non-European culture um, has to involve belly dancing. You know, basically, is depicted by belly dancing. There wasn't actually any belly dancing here. No, but, but it didn't stop them dressing them up in the seductive. No, belly uh, the dancing idea was slash, that, yes, um, Princess Leia from <laughs> Star Wars. I mean, it's it's all feeding the same fantasy, isn't oh, but it? This is fifteen years before. Oh, it's ahead of its time in the... Well, I, what I was getting at was maybe maybe Carry On Cruising inspired Star Wars. No? No. Okay, fine. Titanic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so there we go. That was a, it was a different time. Okay. Um, now, when the credits came up, Oh, I said I recognised a name, and then you I, did. Didn't, I didn't associate it with a. Can face. you remember what the name was? Ed, someone. Ed Glover. No, no that's no. that's a guy from. <laughs> something. Okay, I don't know. Is it something that I don't know about? What? The name that you've mentioned. Oh, um, it, he he was from. Oh, see, you don't want to get me on this road. I know nothing of names of people from a film or a television program. From a film okay. where. Um, a famous film. All right, okay. He ended up sitting on Jaws? the toilet with a bomb underneath him, and he had to. You know, you can't do this to me live on a podcast. <laughs> I, I don't. He ended up sitting on a toilet with a bomb underneath it. Yeah. I don't. I've seen this film. Classic eighties. Got. Somebody in it. What's it about? Apart from this man. Cops. Two cops. One's black. Dan, uh, Danny, Danny Glover. Glover. Well, That's that would be good. why, since you said Ed Glover. Well, I know, I know. Uh, right. Lethal Weapon. That's the one. Okay. Um, no, no the, that wasn't yeah. the name. The name was Anton Rogers. Oh, yeah. Who's Anton Rogers? Well, this is Anton Rogers. I'm not sure if you want a picture of Anton Rogers from the film Carry On Cruising. What do I know him from? I didn't know you know him. him from Freshfields and May to December. Who is he? Well, he's like the main character in both those 
sitcoms. In May to this May May to December about the old solicitor and the younger. And that's the old solicitor. And he's the old solicitor. It's very different. Well, yeah, it was 40 years previously. I know, I know. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. He was the man who my parents went to see in a play and in London, went all, travelled all the way to London to see this play, to see Anton Rogers. I believe the play was called Petticoat Lane uh, and it was like his big break and everybody went to see him and when they got there, over the tannoy came the announcement... Uh, for this performance, the role of such and such will be played by somebody else because Mr. Rogers is unwell. So that that's probably why his name gets picked up quite a lot in our, uh, you know, in our world. Um, the other thing that you mentioned right away was when we saw Glad and Flo for the first time. Ooh, are they lesbians? Well, it was more tongue in cheek that comment, right? Because you know they were obviously together and sharing cabin, but it was just more like. I know they're not lesbians because this is a film of the early 60s, but that's but what no I mean. lesbians in films of the early 60s. Well, I wasn't expecting it, no. Is there any lesbians in Carry On films? Uh, well, you'll have to wait and see, won't you? Sorry, we don't really have Fiona's full attention at the moment. I'm sorting out your kid's birth She's Christmas back. present. Anyway. Right. <laughs> this is your kid as well. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, now, you mentioned about the fashions of particularly the women. As in I the not- lack of clothing. Well, all right, okay. But I noticed that one of the credits was for... Oh, the swimwear. The swimwear. Yeah. And it, and it did strike me as being, this is something, and you know, you can take this to the bank, podcast listeners. Um, why don't women have fancy swimming caps anymore? Isn't that the kind of thing that you could maybe make a fortune on? Fancy swimming caps? No? No. No? I think women of that era would get their hair set mm-hmm. and try and make that last a few days. Well, that's why we don't have swimming caps full stop so much anymore. Yeah, because you don't need to do that anymore. You don't need to keep the hair dry in the same way. And they never really worked. And We're laughing and learning. Mostly learning. <laughs> All right, then. Um, okay, so uh, who who gave a good performance then? I liked the um, quantity of Kenneth Williams in this. All right. I liked his character, and he was in quite a few scenes doing mm-hmm. various things. So that that I enjoyed. I think there was some lovely scenes between him and Sid James. Mm. Really good. Uh, the psychoanalysis one in particular, I thought was really good, really well done. Yeah, no, that was good. Mm-hmm. That was very nicely done. Um, I didn't like Sid James. No. He was too posh. He has to be the sort of cockney... <laughs> well, I did notice every time he went... <laughs> you laughed. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but then Kenneth Connor was trying to do it, and I was like, no, it's not your thing. Well, no, I think he was just he was just trying to do... Posh. Well, a sort oh. of slightly strange laugh, I think, yeah, was what was, he was, was trying too... to... It was a character point. Yeah, no. I think he kind of went downhill in this film, Kenneth Connor, compared to the others. Though he can sing. He can sing. Although initially he fooled you. I know. By not being the one who was singing, but then he was clearly was the one who was singing yeah. when he was serenading. Uh, the, what do you think about the girls? Liz Fraser and Dillis Lee is the... Uh, the I, I quite like them. And certainly together they were quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I didn't love them. 
Mm-hmm. I certainly miss Joan Sims and Hattie Jakes out of this film. Uh, well, Joan Sims was cast as Flo, but was ill, took ill, so it had uh, to be recast uh, with a week's notice. I think she did very well with a week's notice. No, I think she did do well. And that, that explains a lot, actually, because I was just like, why, why is this not Joan Sims mm-hmm. doing this? Um, Liz Fraser rather underused, I thought. Mm. There really was, you know. Uh, now, oh, uh, this is something I have. She should have had a love interest. There's something that I haven't that. told you about this. Is Ooh, the excitement. I think this is the first time that I've properly watched Carry On Cruising. I think. I Why think, haven't you seen this one before? I think it has passed before my eyeballs before, right. but I don't really remember very much about it. Um. But this is the first time I've, I've actually watched it. So I, and did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. Actually, there's quite a lot of uh, quite a lot of good stuff in it. I yeah. thought. Um, Just on, on the people we're missing. Yeah. Hawtrey. Hawtrey. Well, well, this is uh, this film is both the end of the beginning of the carry-ons and the beginning of the end of the carry-ons. Uh, the end of the beginning in that it's in colour mm-hmm. and it's the last one written by uh, Norman Hoodis, who has scripted all of them so far. Uh, and the beginning of the end in that, um, as we know from the, the play, play we that saw. we saw, uh, Charles Hawtrey eventually leaves because of the whole cake. He just complains endlessly about billing and mm. um, uh, fees, etc. And the reason he's not in this one is he had the part of the part of the chef was for him. Oh, really? Um, but he could not agree billing or uh. a fee. Uh, basically. Uh, as I understand it, they offered him fourth billing behind Sid James, Kenneth Williams and Kenneth Connor, and he thought he should have third. And that when it would be a recurring, you know, issue for them yeah. uh, in the future until eventually they said. Well, he well, would have been a much better chef than the guy we got. Lance Percival. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he did quite well, and it was uh, interesting knowing that it was the Charles Hawtrey part. Uh, I thought there was lines that he did differently to what. Charles Hawkins mm. would have done, um, but also lines that it was like that doesn't quite work. You know, the, this this line doesn't quite work with the character that yeah. you've now been playing. Um, and also that. missing was Ding Dong. Leslie Phillips. Leslie Phillips. I think he would have been quite a, a flair on this cruise. Yes, uh, he's uh, he's in one of the Doctor films. It must be Doctor at Sea, but on a cruise. Um, so you know, you could kind of splice him in from that. Spoilers. Spoilers, what spoilers? There's a carry-on film called Doctor at Sea. No, no, it's a Doctor film. There's a series of films called Doctor, Doctor in the House, um, Doctor Not carry-on films. Not carry-on films. But similar to the carry-on oh, films. Oh, right, okay. Well, I'm not interested in them. <laughs> so we're not going to have uh, Doctor on Up the Misses then? Unlikely. <laughs> so okay. I, I didn't miss um, Poshman that I never liked anyway. Terence Longdon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I missed the others. Is there okay. anyone I'm not talking about that's not in this that we should be? Um, no, that's kind of all of the, the sort of the gang at the yeah. moment. Uh, no Hattie, obviously. Um, well, but, uh, oh, I like... Uh, so I know we're going through the people. Yeah. I like Miss Marple. Miss Marple isn't in it. Well, whoever she is... Is McCannon. Yes, she mm-hmm. was good. And I haven't liked her previously. You hadn't liked her last time. I like her now. Or the time before. Actually. Yeah, no, I liked her now. She oh, was good. very good in this. Okay. Um, right, uh, so then we have, and I, I have to consult the oracle on the next one, um, Jimmy Thompson uh, was the barman. He didn't have much of a part, but he didn't upset me in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ronnie Stevens as the drunk man. 
He was good as a drunk man. He was good as a drunk man. I didn't see it necessary as part of the plot, but uh, I think you did. I laugh at him. I think you did get a laugh at him somewhere. Um, (laughs) When um, he came in when they were in Spain, and there was the first port of call, and the barman said, "Are you not uh, going to? Are you not going on shore?" Uh, to see the, the lights of Spain, Ole, and he said, "Ole off." That got a laugh from you. I don't remember that. I like the fact that now you could, I wouldn't have laughed at that. No, I just didn't I didn't that. remember it. That's all. <laughs> okay, well, honestly, I thought I thought he was a good drunk actually. Okay. Um, Vincent Ball as Jenkins, the PE instructor. Oh, there's a hottie. Was Apparently, he a hottie? No, but he was harmless, neither up nor down. Your old favourite Cyril Chamberlain as Tom Tree. I didn't. I wasn't upset by him. Okay. He didn't have a big part. Uh, Willoughby Gerald, Willoughby Goddard as Very Fat Man. That's a that's an official character name. Very Fat Man. Well, he was more of a prop than anything else. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, our old friend Ed Devereaux as young officer. He was hardly in it. <laughs> I'm surprised he got a credit actually. Yeah. I don't think he actually said anything. Um, Brian Rawlinson as uh, inexperienced steward. Did he have any scenes? Oh yes, he went. To, he went into quite a few. Um, ah, yeah, yeah, no, I liked him. He, he was good. I thought for what he was doing. Yeah, no, he was good. Yeah. I liked him. Uh, Anton Rogers, quite high up the building. I thought, given he had literally two lines. Is that just young man? Go away, a, go away, away from the Dectra. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, Anthony Sag- Tony Sagar as the uh, sous chef. He wasn't really in it. I thought he was going to come back into it because mm. he seemed to be not liking Lance Percival, but then he thing. And uh, Mario Fabrizzi as the other chef with the big moustache. No, okay. it was his last Mario Fabrizzi's last film died soon afterwards. Oh, but uh, I didn't. I didn't. You're spoiling the dead alive bit of it. All right, okay. But uh, no, I don't even remember him being in the film. All right, okay. Um. Will we go through the things that you enjoyed, the the scenes that you had a good laugh at? I only remember one. Which was? When the captain told Flo to ebb. <laughs> yes, oh, Flo ebb. Yes, Flo ebb a little. Ebb yeah. a little. Yeah, I don't think, Sid James didn't seem too comfortable really with being that... Love know, interest. Love interest. Uh, but, uh, okay, um, the first one that you laughed at was when Sid... Handed all the reports to Kenny oh, and the partridge in a pear tree. I like that bit. Um, the girls declare war over men. It was quite early on. Did I laugh? Yeah. When they weren't doing each other's dresses and stuff. You don't remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, And it was like, go pick my new bean. Yes. Okay, yeah, yes. no, I did like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'll have his beady eye on you. Oh, yes. Now, I was going to say, I like that with um, Kenneth Connor doing the one eye thing, mm-hmm. but when they were doing the bullfighting mm-hmm. bit, um, I missed the joke about... He's the biggest bullshipper in the business. Yes, um, because Kenneth Connor's eyes were just, just mesmerising. <laughs> I was in some kind of trance by them. Um, well, now that brings up another point. Another interesting thing that I noticed on my first proper watch of it. Uh-huh. Kenneth Connor spoke to the camera, directly to the camera. I wrote that down. I was coming to that. 
look, he looked into camera. He looked right that, into the camera. That is something that we haven't seen before. No, I, and I don't what think... What do you call it? Uh, spoke directly to the camera. Breaking, breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Broke the fourth wall. Well, he didn't quite break the fourth wall. Because he wasn't directly saying, in, you yeah, audience. You audience. Yeah. But I don't think we get it again. In the, certainly, I, I don't really remember any uh, um, instances of it, but we'll, we'll, we'll have a try. Um, is there a gym at your office? What's he got to do with it? Oh. <laughs> ah, see, he gets a laugh even the second time round. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, Ole off um, when the girls were trying to drink the sangria out of the bottles. Yeah, just, just the silliness of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't like slapstick guys. Uh, I know, uh, yeah, but yeah, what I also got a laugh was Esma Cannon comes in and does the flamenco dancing. <laughs> and then falling backwards, yeah. an old woman falling out of a door. <laughs> what could be fun? What could be more fun? Um, I've got to say. Trouser spill yucks. Now that was said laughing at something. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. That was the both um, matadors or whatever they were. Oh, trouser split. split. The trouser split, yes. Um, Flo dances with Dr. Bin, got a laugh. Oh, that was, was just that the way they were Glasgow? dancing. Or the way they were quite dancing. Um, uh, Flo, ever little, mm-hmm. got a laugh. Uh, <laughs> uh, shake, you shake. Shake as in mm-hmm. Arab shake. Shake, you shake. Do you know what that was about? Must have been quite funny. Uh, when Sid had them all lined up to tell them how well they'd done, and he said to the chef, uh, well, I know what you've done, the woman in cabin oh, said, yes. it's a lie, which would have been great. It would have been a bigger laugh coming out of Charles Hawtrey's mouth, I think. Yeah. Uh, and, is that because uh, he is gay? Well, because he has that effete personality. Okay. Um, and uh, what is a foot? <laughs> it's the oddly shaped object on the end of your leg. I know that's so obvious, but it tickled me. And retrospectively, you think you would have gone for he's the biggest bullshipper in the business? Yes, possibly. Very good. So it was there enough laughs to make oh, it yes, Oh, yes, oh, yes, yes, a lot of laughs again. I don't think it was as many as regardless. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, but but there was plenty. Uh, can I have a um, shout out for uh, the mention of Mac Fisheries from your hometown? Yes, well, not quite my hometown, um, but that was the factory where my uh, parents uh, worked. Uh, Is that where while. they met? They didn't know they met at school, but in like in summer holidays they worked in yeah in Macfish. Um, yeah. So uh, anything else that you want to to mention before we go into the great dead or alive game. Can I just remark on how filthy that kitchen was? <laughs> the whole thing was pretty grubby, wasn't it? The whole thing, I was expecting a bit more glamour from a cruise ship. <laughs> Apart from the doors, which had clearly just been painted that day. They were all glowing, glossy, the doors. But but the kitchen was obviously made up to be filthy. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, no, I just, I had to come None of the food looked particularly appetising. No, either, but it say. did look like the... the Guys, we, dinner party. Yeah, we follow a Twitter feed called 70s Dinner Party. I'll, I'll check it out if you like this kind of thing. You might like that kind of thing. <laughs> but it did. There was a lot of things in aspect and mm-hmm. little bowls. Green of, things. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there was that. The, the, uh, the, the uh, um, stiffest slice of ham you've ever seen. <laughs> which waved under Lance Percival's nose at one point. Yeah, I Even though a floppy one was the one that was picked up. Yes, yes. Continuity was not great, as you noticed when uh, 
Sid kept filling it. Oh yes, the into it the, the bars, bars, and then it was empty, more empty again next mm-hmm. time we looked at mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. And quite why they hadn't. I kept thinking, and this shows you of modern world when they were talking about the Aberdeen Angus cocktail that you couldn't. I mean, look it up on the internet. Google it. Google it. Although I know that can Wi-Fi is really poor on cruise ships, or at least it is for the passengers. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was, but then I thought, couldn't you wear them? Or maybe you weren't allowed. Well, to. as he said, seven days too late. Twelve days too late. Yeah. He said. Whatever. Um, and on the subject of the um. The, the whole cruise thing. Uh, fraternising with the um, passengers seemed to be perfectly acceptable in a way that I've always been led to believe it absolutely isn't. But because uh, Sid was more than happy to marry them as the captain of the ship, presumably. Although we know that really doesn't happen. That really can't happen. Um, Are you reading a little bit too into this? Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you're going to make a film, you might as well get all the bits right. And if you're going to make a film, you might as well cast people who will eventually die. Let's go. Who is alive? Who well, is dead? The only... Shall I just shorten this process? Yep. The only ones that I think are still alive are the two girls. You're half right. One girl. Liz Fraser is alive. Dillis Lee oh. is dead. No, Liz Fraser. She was, she was alive last week. She's still alive now. I don't know. Uh, but there is one other living member of the Ooh, cast. Let's have a look. Um, when you find out who it is, you'll go, oh, well, it kind of makes sense, in a way. She's perusing mm. them. She is pointing at Vincent Ball, who was Jenkins, the PE instructor, who is indeed, at age 93, the only Wait, male 93. living cast member. How old was he there, then? Well, he's 93 now, and this was 50... He said 61. 62, so 54 oh. years ago. Okay. He was 43, 39. See, you wouldn't get a heartthrob character being cast at 39 these days, would you? You wouldn't you? get somebody who's 39 looking like that these days, would you? An actor? Yeah, yeah, 39. I don't look like that. You never look like that. I man. look more like Willoughby Goddard, the very fat man. <laughs> <laughs> you look... You could pass from Liz Fraser or Dulles Lee, though. Oh, I love your lies. Right, but no, no, but he, I just want to say, uh-huh. I think he does look 39, and okay. I think that's a thing that maybe we should go back to, mm-hmm. rather than repel from, is older men can be heartthrobs. Don't all have to be children like you do get in today's TV. Like what you do get in today's TV. Okay. Wonder how old the guy who plays Robert in Coronation Street is. Oh, are you gonna challenge my theory that you don't get these days? Google him. Google him. Google him. All right, keep the uh, keep because he is certainly a, a heartthrob character in Coronation Street. Yeah. Um. So that could completely undermine what I've just said, because um. You're right, he could easily be 39, but I bet you find he's younger than that. Do you think? I mean, he's got one of those faces that kind of wrinkle around the mouth really easily, but some folk do that. He should be a bit older, because Tracy's meant to be, well, she's not 40. And they were... And they were married. Married back in the day. Um, Sorry for all you guys who don't follow Curry and are completely not interested yeah, not in this interested element in this of it. At all. But you know, do write in. 
Um, if you do think that there are enough older heartthrobs in today's telly. Or not. Or not. Give us your opinion. Justin Gemmell. Why, why don't you remind him? The actor's name. Why don't you remind him of all our email? 49. 49? He will be 50 on <gasps> the... Well done him. He looks good. 6th of June. Well, that's completely undermined my point of view. There you go. There we go. Well done him. And so, uh, Tracy, what's the actress that plays Tracy? Oh, uh, it's not, it's not, it's not easy to do that because I've come here via Robert, not via Tracy. Uh, see if it mentions Tracy Barlow, Tracy Barlow, Tracy Barlow, Tracy Barlow, Kate Ford. Kate Ford is the same age as Tracy. She is. She is 39. So he is 10 years older in real life. But, than her. But meant to be about the same age. Well, I'm not sure, because you know what soaps are like. And they can turn out to be... Uh, she ran off ran off yeah. after a man. I, rem- I remember that happening, because you know, he, didn't, he didn't really... you know He was all done off screen. Um, she arrived as his, as her fiance. Sorry, we seem to become a Corrigan Street podcast. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but no, I was going to say, you tell them our email and that. Uh, yes, uh, our email is carryonpodcast at gmail.com and our Twitter handle is at carryonpodcast. So that means there's only one question left, which is... Do you know the answer? Do we carry on? Yes, we do. All right, and join us again next time, dear listeners, when we will once more carry on. Up the misses. Carry on. Regardless. Regardless.